Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sam. Welcome back to another episode of the Renderos Brothers. I'm sitting across here with my younger brother. What up? It's Mike on the mic. The younger Renderos. Um, not the, the handsomer young, one. The youngest. <laughs> yeah, the, the most the most handsomest. Uh, you can find us on Instagram as the Renderos Bros. Um, and you can also email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. Um, so let's get this going. Yep. So how's your week been? Uh, so far, it's uh, been uh, pretty shoddy, I suppose. The weather is still absolutely yeah, the murder. does not fucking help out at all. No, not at all. It's been uh, just fucking whack having to deal with it, man. I've it hated matter what I do. Every just, second of it. Yeah, the heat just, just makes everything uncomfortable. I uh, stepped outside of the house today, and it's 108 degrees at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's, it's wild to be this hot. In, it was that's what it said in the car or something. In the car, it said it was 117. God damn! That the high was supposed to be like 94 or something like that. Today, today it was supposed to be 102. At the time of recording, oh, this, in, the va- in the valley, yeah. in the valley, I, I it was supposed the weather when I was in Hollywood. Ah, okay. So, and yeah, once you get over the hill, your temperature definitely drops. It's more comfortable out in the in yeah, the streets of that. Hollywood. I see that it says 106 right now. In fact, ah oh, man. Yes. Dude, but earlier in the morning, it was yeah. like fucking, uh, I'd like to say maybe 86 degrees at like 8 in the morning. <sighs> and humidity was like 82%. It was fucking brutal this morning. Humidity is really what hurts. Yeah. And, I, you know, I have friends that like live in Indiana. They say and- that the skin doesn't breathe the same or something like that it has to do with the evaporation so like in dry heat there's no moisture in the air so your sweat it actually evaporates off your flesh and that's what causes the cooling effect with your body Uh, what happens in humid weather is the moisture can't go anywhere it's just stuck there because it's so there's so much moisture in the air it just sticks so you're sweating as there's a layer of moisture that sticks to your flesh on top of that Uh, so you can't cool down as well it's fucking brutal <laughs> yeah and, and, and fuck yeah, it is and in the grand scheme of things the humidity is not even that bad here in los angeles compared yeah, to you don't feel you don't feel it really here com- times i've been in uh, uh miami houston cancun oh dude humidity is fucking horrible texas uh, i have friends in tennessee it is absolutely god-awful yeah humid weather and yeah. that's why they drink so much because they need to keep themselves just cool well yeah sort of fucking um quenches the thirst so uh, we still haven't watched Aladdin. Completely forgot about that on on the on the request, but we do have another request for a movie called About Ellie. I, I don't even remember if yeah, that was the name foreign of the movie. Mo- foreign movie, foreign film. That? We'll have to check that out at some point and shit all over it just to get them angry. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> fucked up. We'll see if it's fucking a movie that we don't enjoy. Then for sure. I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, so the first film we watched this week was Project Powers. Uh, it's directed by Henry Jost and Ariel Shulman. It's written by Matson Tomlin. It stars Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Dominique Fishback. It has other smaller characters, uh, which is weird because it also has a Machine Gun Kelly uh, oh, as yeah. Newt. And it has a very small appearance by Casey Neistat, who is a YouTuber who is featured in this film. I uh, never heard of him. Never heard of him? Never. He's, he's actually one of the biggest YouTubers. He does and a bunch of blogs. because I don't fucking, uh, I don't YouTube shit. I hardly use YouTube. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I watch a lot of YouTube. I'm one of those um, type people, but, I suppose. But I definitely don't follow like Casey Neistat or anything like that. What I do is I, I mostly just... I watch Philip DeFranco. I watch a bunch of stupid top 10 lists. Yeah, uh, no, you watch fucking... You're the reason I, I watch uh, Fail Army. Yeah, I Fail... Do, I do watch Fail Army whenever I remember. Yo, Fail Army finally got permission to come back to YouTube. I guess they were having some issues with 
trying to upload stuff like YouTube would flag them and take their video down and they just got so sick and tired of it they stopped posting they would only post like old videos that they knew were uh, acceptable to to go by but finally every Friday they're posting stuff back up again newer okay. content and it just it's silly I would watch it a lot on a on a fail uh, fail army the channel on Pluto TV they have like their own channel so it's it's yeah I guess it's the older stuff and it's a lot of more uh just like America's funniest videos type of shit, you know. Yeah, it's a it, it literally too brutal. It is all the fail stuff. So yeah. I mean, that's what that's what helps out. So Project Power, right? This is from uh, IMDb. When a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, a teenage dealer and a local cop must team up with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for its creation. <laughs> that sounds like a fucking. It sounds like a banger. Yeah, it sounds like a good plot. It, it sounds different. Like an absolute banger. Unfortunately, when it comes to <laughs> watching this movie, it is not a banger. It is a what am I watching yeah, right now? <laughs> it is a mess of a fucking movie. It is probably one of the messiest films uh, that I've seen so far this year. I mean, I, we, like, we, like, we talk about like bad films. This is a bad film in a whole completely different way, right? Like it's not like, oh, the writing's clunky, which in this film, some of the writing is a little awkward. Um, but the direction... Uh, of the film is so fucking weird to me. So the movie opens Why? up. Why? What what? I'll tell you right off the bat in the opening. So the movie opens up. You see the boat, the Genesis. They're unloading stuff. You're like, all right, these are the drug dealers. They're unloading stuff. Oh, they yeah. go they go down to... Uh, the fucking docks or some docks shit after that. And, and some shit. And, and they're then, loading it into the trucks. Yeah, and then like they're like, gentlemen. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the fucking is. boss pops up with all the gangsters right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of weird too. And, and then fucking Machine Gun Kelly comes out like, well, like, who are you? I'm Newt. Has anybody got something to say? <laughs> yeah, I do. What, what are we saying or some shit? This gentleman is power. And then that's how the movie starts to open. And then we cut to another opening. It's now New Orleans. And you're following around this young uh, girl. Uh, her name is Robin. And she's going to school. Um, no, I'm sorry. It actually oh, opens she's up. Hanging with, out, like, it, it, yeah, she's hanging out at the, at the abandoned amusement park. Yeah. And uh, so she's like hanging out kind of in the fucking dark. Yeah. Hanging out in the dark. These dudes walking around the amusement park, like calling for her. And she comes out. She's like, what you want? And they're like, you know what we want. And she she pulls out the little pills or whatever. And like they try to rob her. She gets saved by uh, Officer Frank, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Rose up out of nowhere. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, he's a junkie as well. Apparently, like he's he's trying to level out the playing field with these superpowers. And honestly, I was like, why then did we focus on Newt and this fucking boss if they are not of importance in the fucking story? Like, why are you giving me two openings? Yeah. You give me an opening to the pills. You give me an opening to this character. Start off with her. If she is a fucking one of the main roles in this film, and I'm following her. Let me follow her adventure. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, buys uh, the pills off of her, and he goes off to do his thing. She goes home, knocks out. She's got a new fucking dirt bike. Ram, ram. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're trying to make her seem like she's the John Connor of New Orleans on her fucking motorcycle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um. You know, and so one question I have, and I'll ask you this. How do the powers work? <laughs> the, I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. You don't. It's like a full. It's a cool fucking premise of like, yo, these pills give you powers for five minutes, and how do they work? Uh, don't worry about that. Just whatever's well, inside the pill 
it just brings it out of you. And how do you how do you how do you make them? Well, we use uh, Jamie Foxx's daughter. Well, well, how? You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you okay. don't find that shit out to the fucking end or some shit. How do you separate her healing power with uh, make me invulnerable to pain, make me turn into fire, make me turn into ice? Well, don't fucking ask me. Uh, it it, it, it yeah, doesn't yeah. explain how any of the fucking powers work. You just kind of fucking go. And the the camera work is really fucking weird. And the way, the one moment it really stood out for me was when the girl takes the pill. She's turning into ice. She's in the chamber. And the fight. Oh, yeah. The and then fight the fight scene. breaks out. And, yeah. and the whole time I'm asking myself, why are we following the action from <laughs> her perspective? And it's getting blocked out by fucking ice crystals. <laughs> yeah, you can't see shit. I couldn't see anything. And I, yeah, I kept my, thinking that myself, too. I was like, who the fuck is fighting? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jamie Foxx has now found, like, El fucking General, El Major, and you can't fucking see shit of what the fuck is happening. Yeah. yeah. Right when he finds the main dude, uh, fucking the, goes to blur. The timeline of how five minutes, you have Joseph Gordon-Levitt chasing this camouflage guy who's already robbed the bank, fucking running blocks and blocks and blocks, and his power has not gone away yet? Like, I don't fucking understand. Oh, he they had had a, that's why they show you the watch. Oh, the, the watch was the countdown. Oh, yeah? The watch was like 45 seconds. And he's <laughs> yeah, like, of course. It's the fucking movie. Ten, fucking ten 50, blocks oh, Yeah, 10 minutes later. <laughs> down on his watch. It's fucking 40 oh, seconds. 40 seconds. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and so that's the thing. Like, that really bothered me with the story. And nothing was really explained. The world building was fucking whack. You have Machine Gun Kelly show up for what, a fucking cameo? Like, Yeah, pretty much. You kill him off within three minutes of the goddamn film. Yeah. You have Jamie Foxx. You don't really explain, like, what his character is about. The relationship between him and um, Dominique Fishback, who plays Robin, I like them together. I, I really did like that. I, I liked her and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But then you have too many stories going on yeah, all at once. I was going to say, because even in the fucking, towards the beginning of it, they show you flashbacks with Jamie Foxx of his daughter getting captured. But you don't know what the fuck she's getting captured over. You see the crash. Someone takes her. And I you're knew. Just like, what's, I, what's the point of that? I, I knew it was because she was a superhero. I thought maybe I, that's what I thought, but I didn't think because they were manufacturing the drug from her yeah. specifically. That's the one thing I didn't know. I was like, okay, it probably captured her because she had powers, but what special power did she have that made them want to do that? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like her special and they power was fucking what? Like twenty minutes of the movie's fucking over. Well, and they didn't even explain it. Like she got tired or something, and she like kneels over a table. Like <laughs> I like leans on a table, and this dead plant comes back to life, and I'm like. So she has healing powers. Well, then how do you get the fire stuff? How do you get the ice stuff? Like, it brings up too many questions. She had all the powers. Yeah, and then, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt pops a pill at the bottom of the ship and runs up these flights of stairs to get back to the main dock. And you're telling me you still have fucking 40 seconds of power left? Like, I don't understand. Like, ships are fucking huge. Like, how? And then Jamie Foxx with the whole, like, oh, it'll kill you. Yeah. He goes out there and he's like, uh, and... You blow up everybody around you who has guns except Robin. Like, Robin survives the blast. And my wife was like, well, she ducked. I'm like, how the fuck did she know this thing was going to fucking hit her and not, you know, not hit her if she ducked? Like, why didn't the rest of the villains duck? And she's like, because he's controlling it with his hands. She was scared. She was like, I'm I'm scared now. I'm going to curl up into a fetal position. What is he, the fucking Chris Angel of magic? (laughs) (laughs) Chris Angel would have just fucking avoided it completely. He would have just disappeared. Or he would yeah. have made everything yeah. disappear around him. Yeah, he would have. And you would have been freaked out mindfully. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it just, the movie didn't make sense. I, I, I was just more 
angry about all my questions not being answered. Because if you're going to have this premise, you got to explain everything. Yeah, I get that. And you don't. And some of the camera angles, like the action, why are some shots over others? Like there's some shots where like nothing was really in focus very well. It was really weird. The the director was trying to. Both directors. Okay. You got to blame both of these guys. Two of them? God damn. Yeah. I said, so fucking wonky. Henry Jost and Ariel Schulman. One guy's, I get it, but two guys, it's... Uh, sometimes teams making. teams work really good. The Wachowskis are fantastic, you know? I mean, granted, some of the material they've done is not that hot. Wachowskis? But yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, think about this, right? Like, the direction of The Matrix was fantastic, but then they decided to rely too much on CGI for the rest of them, and they also decided to convolute the premise of the films because Warner Brothers wanted sequels, and they were like, oh, cool, but we have this movie, and it's supposed to be a standalone. And they're like, no, 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 we need to make money. It's super fucking popular. And they yeah. and they ruined they ruined the series doing that. But it's like, the, you you can have good, talented directors. The Coen brothers are fantastic writers, directors. They make, not everything is obviously. These two, okay. Um, I, these two, are, these two are, have worked together on, on other films before. Okay, my, no, I was just, my question was, uh, those, uh, those two examples you made, those are siblings, right? They are siblings. Okay, and what about these two of the dudes that made this movie? They are siblings in filmmaking. <laughs> then <laughs> then that explains a lot. That explains a lot. Uh, yeah. That um, explains a lot. It says a lot. Because they're si- fucking, that, they're both different, they're both raised different. Well, I guess you can still be raised different as brothers or sisters. Uh, you but could. you have a you lot could. of similarities no matter what, just because of genetics and all that kind of shit. And, you, and you're easily uh, more comp- more. You comply more to, let's say, oh, yo, you know, you know what? That's kind of a good idea. Fuck it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there are other. But I dir- thought the fucking movie still had good. It had a lot of had a lot of action. The uh, the action wasn't uh, the greatest, but if you're looking for action, then I think that that shit will serve, that shit will satisfy your craving for it. I think just don't ask too many questions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like, would you recommend this film? Uh, right now that it's COVID, yeah, I would. You got shit to do. Stay home. Yeah, watch that um, fucking shit. But I, if uh, if uh, if COVID wasn't around, nah, fuck no. You could do so much more shit than watch that fucking movie. I got to tell you, I would not recommend this movie. <laughs> I would recommend something else. Uh, personally, I just don't think it's a good enough movie. I want. I really wanted to watch it too because when I saw uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt being in, I was like, oh, what yep. a sick. I, 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 I was really shit then. I was really excited to see him in this film because I like him as an actor. But unfortunately, yeah. I like Jamie Foxx too, and like I said. Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and um, you know Miss um, Fishback, uh, Dominique Fishback. I think they did the best they could with the writing. Uh, one of the cool moments I will say about this film was when they were attacking her. Like, what are you gonna do, Robin? You're not paying attention in school. And she decided to lay down some bars on him oh, on the, she on the up teacher, and, shit. and she snaps out of it. Yeah, yeah like, I knew that shit was happening too yeah. when she got up and she's like doing all. She's like, bitch, like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was like, oh, no. I, I was like, she's gonna wake up right now, and then boom, she woke I, up. I still thought it was really cool, and it showed like the creativity that Robin has. But what I didn't like is that then they reused it with. You know Jamie Foxx's character Art. Oh yeah, when he asked her to spit bars, to spit bars, I was like, really? Like you don't have to? What are you trying to fucking like be her dad, fool? Like, come on, calm the fuck down, dude. Like, yeah, relax. Yeah. I, I that's when I was like, all right, you're use it once in a clever way to show that she has the capacity, and and if you wanted to make her a confident character by the end of the film, because she seems like she lacked a little confidence, there was another way of doing that. Like just from her journey of like helping these two dumbasses figure out how to take down a fucking drug cartel of superpowers, yeah. you know, I think would have been a better way to, to do it. Um, another thing that bothered me is, wait, you mean to tell me that they were paying off the entire police force for New Orleans and they never fucking had, like, there's no way this word got out to the newspapers or anybody fucking like that? 
Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it was the, fu- <laughs> it was the future. Full remember. It was the future. It's not the future. It's not the fucking future. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would not recommend this film. Um, if, if I was going to give it a score, I know I'm trying to step away from scores, but I know people like scores. I would give it yeah, a five. People like to get scored. Yeah. Or like the score. Like the score. Yeah. I would give it a five. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably, if I had a score, I'd probably give it maybe a, yeah, like a 5.5. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, don't watch it. Uh, it, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was real fucking, real wonky. Like I said, if you, like, you want to watch like some yeah, some action to... scenes, some action scenes that don't make any fucking sense, uh, throw that shit on, you know? You, yeah, or you just know. watch Kung Fu Hustle. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> that. or you could watch Thor of the Explorer. I saw that. Oh, you did I, watch that? That movie was a lot better than fucking this one, that's for sure. Really? Yeah, and I don't, I've never seen Dora the Explorer. I don't know any premises. I don't know any, anything about it. I, I saw the trailer for Dora the Explorer. Yeah, it's super but cheesy. Like, you know, it's a kid's movie, so it's it's cheesy in, in aspects, but... Uh, are you talking about Dora, the, Dora and the Lost City of Gold? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, it's an old movie, but uh, uh, I guess well, I think Prime had it. Fucking, you know, it was on Prime. Uh, I remember before the theater shut down, it was uh, it was playing in theaters. It came out, I, you know, but my kids are too old at this point. And we were talking about a seventeen year old and an eleven year old. It had gotten good reviews. It gotten good reviews. The the from what I knew, from what I had uh, known about the movie. Yeah, uh, its Metacritic score right now is sixty three. Um, you know, it good. stars uh, Isabella Mercer, uh, Eugene Deb- Drebez, uh, Michael Pena, and uh, others. Benito it's just Zos- it's a it's a it's a fucking it's meant to be. A really like young kids movie essentially, yeah. But they they uh, use that Dora character as a almost like a, as she's a teenager already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. Cast around her, oh, they're all teenagers, so it's a slightly different. They and they add a little maturity because there's adults in it or the flying fuck. Right. Overall, I think the movie was good. It was it was it was it was satisfying. It did like, the job okay, that it was supposed to do. It yeah. entertained you. It was goofy enough where you could just turn your brain off. You have to yeah. think too much about it. And it had some of those dad jokes and shit that you just you hear them and you're just like, yeah, that would be fucking funny if I was a 45-year-old dad. Hey, I'm 39. I use those kinds of jokes. They are fucking gold, sir. No, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah plated gold. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> my, my kids hate when I make dad jokes. Um, yeah, I've heard I've heard uh, you say a few in front of us. And, well, uh, I mean, I have to. It's just <laughs> like holy I, shit. I think like when you are a dad, you have to make dad jokes. Like it's the only way to keep everybody on their toes. Yeah, with how corny you are. Because I will say this: like I don't even remember how to dance anymore. Like a normal human being, I dance like a dad. I cannot dance like a normal person. That shit went right out the fucking window. Some shit window. you forget in life, then, huh? Yeah, some shit you do forget. <laughs> Except riding a bike. Yeah, that's that's a. And drowning. I mean, that's swimming. Fun. Bike, riding a bike is uh, well. I guess if you're a girl or some guys, you like to fucking dance and stuff too. But I mean, I mean, everybody dude, likes bike riding, riding a bike. There's oh, not yeah, too many you, people that don't know, like. Riding you know bikes. what the thing about dancing is? Is that some people are trained to be ashamed of like enjoying themselves. Yeah, I, I think that's or the looking thing. like a fool. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I remember one time I went to a, one of my friends' weddings, and you know, I was dancing like an idiot because I was having a great time. And I had a friend, he was hanging on the wall, he was staring at the the beautiful women on the dance floor, and he came up to me at some point during the party and, and was like, you dance like a fucking idiot. And I looked at him and said, oh yeah? But who's having fun? You're standing amongst the wall, creeping the fuck out on these women, and they're actually dancing with me and having a good time. Yeah. Like, if I was single, I'm taking somebody home tonight. Yeah. Take me home tonight! Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, and that fool's sitting in the, that sitting, in the yeah. corner, being a wallflower. Yeah, and, and, and imagining and, him taking something home. And, yeah, tonight. And, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and so I mean, like I was just like, all right, not gonna cool. happen, bro. <laughs>
Not on my watch. Well, and so you enjoy Dora the Explorer? You, yeah, you, definitely, definitely. I would. That's a movie I would recommend over Project Power. Uh, that's that that's a much was, stronger uh, recommendation. Yeah. That's pretty strong. I, I was surprised that it was uh, decently okay. You know, I was like, all right, cool. It's not for what the fuck it is. <laughs> like I said, I was like, uh, I was expecting something way worse. Yeah. And um, only reason I watched because I I heard that it was a decent movie. So that and it's because it's Paramount. So you, you know, got to show some support. second film we watched is we summoned the darkness uh directed by mark mayers written by alan treza starring uh alexandra daddario keenan johnson maddie hansen amy forth scythe logan miller austin swift and johnny knoxville in the film as well so the movie is about three best friends embark on a road trip to a heavy metal show where they bond with three aspiring musicians and head off to one of the girls country homes for an after party. I, I really, I really dug this film. It was cool. Huh? I had I had a lot of fun with this film. So, you know, the the way this movie plays out is you're following Alexandra Dario's character and her two friends, um, which they're on a road trip and they're really funny, like the conversations they're having. So it's Alexis, Val, and Beverly. Alexandria Dario plays Alexis, Maddie Hassan uh plays Val, and Amy Forth Scythe plays Beverly and they're on a road trip to go see a concert and uh, one of them has a very small bladder and you weren't sure where the story was going and they get a chocolate shake thrown at them by uh, Mark Kovacs and Ivan and while you're following these three women they stop at a convenience store you see a clip of a pastor played by Johnny Knoxville talking about how satanic music is leading to the corruption of America this was during the period known as the satanic panic in the United States, the period from the late 70s to the 90s, where people had this really odd idea that Satan was... Was in fucking metal music. Was in metal music and corrupting the youth and forcing them to commit these heinous murders that happened during this period of time. It was at the height of violent crime in the United States. Some people think it has to do with lead in the gasoline and some of the mental effects of lead being in our system and how it... Lead in the gasoline? It's a theory that people have. So well, gasoline though. Oh, gasoline didn't have had lead in it up until I think like the mid seventies. Oh, but our, my question is, what the fuck were we using that in our systems for? It, the thing was, it was it would stay in the air. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so like when people would fill up their tank, like as the car burns it off, like the lead, it the would fumes just, would the come fumes up, fumes would shit, yeah. come up, and you're breathing it in. Yeah. And uh, lead in your system is absolutely devastating to yeah. how how it works. So a lot of people think that. Lead and gasoline is what caused this spike in violent behavior with humanity uh, during this period of time. Because uh-huh. as soon as like the mid '90s hit, crime started dropping and dropping in since then. And it had been like 20 years since they took the lead out of gasoline. So, okay. But there were some people who thought it was Satan, which all the gospel, all, all the gospel folk. Uh, so you know, these three young women uh, go to this concert. They they meet these dudes and. Um, you know, afterward, they're invited to the after party, as we described earlier from the IMDb description. Yeah. And the women drug the guys and decide that they want to kill them because they belong to a cult and are trying to save the world from, you know, themselves, I guess. I don't know. No, from people that fucking believe in uh, in this who, devil, like the devil or who yeah. they think or believe or, you know, whoever convinces them that they believe in the devil, essentially. And these girls are killing them in the name of God. 
Yeah. They're offering up people as sacrifice to God to be able to help them yeah. change the course of the United States and, and the, the world as a whole. And they use a satanic ritual as a cover, essentially, for people thinking that it's a crazy cult instead of uh, God, the God Squad. The God Squad. Yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, like, the, the practical effects in this film were really well done. Uh, the moment when Alexis stabs Ivan in the fucking neck. In the nook, yeah, the neck jugular. And just the neck injury looked so real with the blood pouring down it. Oh, my God. I, I got to tell you, I, I was laughing. I was, like, flinging from some of the more painful moments in the film. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, this cast was, I want to say, almost perfect for this kind of setting. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was just a really enjoyable ride from start to finish. The writing was really sharp. It was really funny. It was goofy. It was like poking fun of the idea that Satan is responsible for violence when you could easily say, you know, it could be God. I mean, truthfully, uh, a lot of people have died in the name of God. Well, that's the reason why most people have ever died. It's because yeah. of religion. So. Yeah. I mean, the, the number one killer is obviously mosquitoes, and they are a vermin that needs to be eradicated on this planet. But that's because they spread disease. But humans, I mean, honestly, like, we've we've murdered and mowed down tons of people over over religion. And so I really like the kind of take that it had. And it felt like a campy 80s film. With, yeah, definitely. With a modern twist. And I think, like, Alexandra Daddario as Alexis was fucking wild. Like, her performance, I believe that she was wholeheartedly brainwashed by her father, who turns out to be Johnny Knoxville, yeah. the pastor that you see in the television. I think she truly believed what she was doing. Yeah, she, she played a good character. She played really well. I, even Maddie uh, Hassan, uh, she also played really well as Val. Like, I thought she was a wild child, and it turns out, you know, no, it's all, it's all a front. Um, did you know that... The, the young women were part of the religion that was led by uh, Johnny Knoxville's character when who I plays figured, John Henry Bolt, uh, Butler. Yeah, Butler. Uh, fucking, I figured it out kind of when, um, not too late in the movie, kind of early in the movie, when they when they kept bringing up the fucking, you kept hearing over the satanic rituals and all that kind of shit. These girls take these dudes to fucking her, her place and they, she doesn't want to be seen. They want to be real quiet. And... And then, like they, as soon as she poured the cups to, into the the drinks into the cups, and then they go outside to hand it to everybody, that's when I knew I was like, oh no, they're the fucking. I was like, the girls are the ones that are gonna fucking do something. And then, like, sure enough, fucking five minutes later, that one dude gets up and he goes to lay down, and I was like, oh, this fool's fucking drugged out for sure. So yeah, caught him slipping. I had a suspicion of, of of the young women being someone they weren't when they were talking about their first concert, and Alexandra Daddario's character was like oh it's been so long i don't even remember how do you not remember your first fucking concert uh-huh and so i was like that's real suspicious i can't remember my first concert that well no, no. i'll tell you what my first concert was it's phil motherfucking collins <laughs> well that's a good one it's memorable um yeah dad had legend right there one of dad's friends uh they flaked at the last minute he looked at me and he was like you want to go to phil collins i was like Fucking the lead. Make it right tonight. The, tonight. The, tonight. <laughs> the lead singer of Genesis. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> of course. So he was in Genesis, but he figured out he could do everything they can do by himself. Well, I mean, the only reason was because Peter Gabriel was like, Guess I'm paid, homie. too good for you all. Um, and uh, he was pretty good, too. I mean, no, he's a talented musician. Successful. Yeah. I, it just, the thing was, was is that he's he successful he, as Phil. I would say not as successful, but pretty successful on his own. Close. He's had a long fucking career yeah. when he, before he passed away. 
um, recipes. But I mean, he had a long fucking career. It's just the thing was is that his music compared to what like the guys of Genesis liked playing. Mm. Like there, there was some internal struggle. Like he was real proggy, real experimental. And not that the guys in Genesis weren't proggy or whatever, but they were also willing to explore and be like, you know, maybe we should do something else. Okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like that's when you figured out. I figured that something you mentioned I, about the first concert. Yeah, and so I thought to myself, like, I remember my first concert, like my first like true like fucking concert. But like I was, I, I thought to myself, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe nothing's wrong. When they gave the cups out, I, I knew that the boys had been drugged, especially when they were like, let's play a game. Never have I ever. But what really caught me off guard was the fact that Alexis was the daughter of John Henry Butler. It was when uh, his wife, uh, his ex-wife, came home. And she's like, what are you doing here? She goes, oh, I forgot my passport. And uh, when she's leaving, Val goes, all right, Mrs. Butler, bye. And she goes, it's Miss Stone now. And I was like, Mrs. Butler? I was like, oh, shit, John Henry Butler. I was like, fuck. Nah, I knew that. Um, you had the feeling. Was, yeah, because he was only in that scene in the very beginning on the screen. And I was like, he has to play a different. A bigger part? Yeah, a bigger part. That's said, funny. And that's when I was like, he's probably the fucking father. He's going to come home. And I thought I was like, he's going to come home and he's going to be part of this whole shit. Okay. Or I thought, or, or, but then after the stepmom came home, um, and after that part, I was like, fuck, maybe maybe John Knoxville's character is going to get home and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Maybe. I that's mean, what I thought also, you know? That's yeah. what I thought. I was like, I, I didn't think that he was going to be part of the part of the crew. Essentially. Maybe they were trying to set him up. I did have, yeah. a, I did have a suspicion of um, Alexandra Daddario. Uh, I didn't think, she was, I didn't think they were doing uh, trying to do a setup, because, for, trying to set him up. I felt like maybe they had just picked a random house that no one was in, and that's when, and that's why they decided to kill him in there. Yeah, because when um, uh, Kovacs, played by Logan Miller, uh, talked about... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, not Kovacs. Mark, played by uh, Kian uh, Johnson, when he said, oh, man, you sound like John Henry Butler, and she flipped out a bit. I was like, why is she flipping out? Oh, she belongs to his congregation, but I did not suspect that she was the daughter mm-hmm. of, of Johnny Knoxville. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I, but honestly, like, the it also felt like, have you ever seen Green Room? Yeah. When they're trapped in the fucking closet, the, the pantry, and yeah. they can't escape, it kind of reminded me of that in a bit. And I was like, oh, man, are they going to play it out this way? And then this, instead, they decided to escalate things, right? They had the sheriff show up. They had the stepmother. They killed them, and it became like this. That's what I liked about it because it felt more more real in a sense that like for in, something like that to be happening. Like in terms know? of the circumstances of everything that's happening. Yeah. I, I really thoroughly, between the two films that we watched this week of Power uh, Project Power and We Summon the Darkness, I recommend We Summon the Darkness. Yeah, it was good. I had seen it on my fucking Netflix feed, but I just never clicked on it. I was always curious about the film. Like, I'd see the title, but I was like, I don't remember this movie coming out, so I don't know if yeah, I should watch a, it or not. There's some uh, Dave Franco movie that's supposed to be a scary movie, too, that came out July 24th that we've missed because uh, we didn't even know that it was coming out. I oh. But I heard it was good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I heard a podcast today, a different podcast, and they spoke about it. And, the uh, Room or some shit? Nah, I don't nah, even know. Now I want to watch it. Okay. Now I want to watch it. It's uh, like about Air, Airbnb uh, horror story, essentially. That's interesting. Kinda, it's a different kind of plot. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we'll have to check it out. I mean, obviously, like, yeah, for sure. we have those two recommendations from uh, listeners, so we definitely have to. Yeah, we'll check those out. Yeah, yeah. Aladdin. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> what the other one, the foreign film, one. but we'll watch it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like between the two films, definitely we we some of the darkness is the better film, and I would highly recommend you guys check that out instead. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. So what you got there? I got a couple just small little fucking tidbits and shit. Um, Tidbit time. Yeah, I heard uh, 
a, a big trend that's going on right now is uh, people are doing a Halloween tree. So it's like, a, you know, you get your, bust out your Christmas tree and you just decorate it in Halloween stuff. And uh, it's you just know, becoming a bigger and bigger trend. According I'm fucking, to I'm fucking in for it's, that. Cause, yeah, especially because COVID right now, it's like a real big thing. No, no, but fuck, fuck COVID. I mean, I'm talking about. It gives about, people something to do. I'm talking about fuck Christmas. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Um, Halloween is tripping. the fucking holiday season. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I get that. <laughs> say, but it's nice to get gifts, you know. That's also true. I like gifts. Yeah, I, you know what? Never mind. I, I take that back on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> then I also heard that uh, the Smashing Pumpkins have some type of countdown on their website to release they, another shitty album. Yeah, I guess they, were, they uh, <laughs> announced some shit in like January, February. Well, you're a fucking Pumpkins fan. Fool. I was a Pumpkins. I don't fan. own any fucking albums from them. I, I was like, a Pumpkins. I fan. like one or two songs. So I guess All that right. would make me a fan. Because I like to consider myself a fan. If you like one song and you're a fan, I can't. Is that how you see it? I can't knock anybody. Yeah, once I, if, if I no, tell no, you, no. hey, you like Justin Bieber? You say, no. I say, well, oh, I like this one song. I say, well, you're a Justin Bieber fan then, fucker. Get the fuck out of my face. Yummies. Yeah, um, well, it's a yummy, yummy. You know what I mean, I though. I hate that That's what I mean, song. though. If you like him. something that they've produced or been uh, been on, you're a fan of that artist, in I, a sense. You I, know I, mean? I would say. Because you appreciate what they made. I would say there was a period of time I was a fan, but I definitely have not listened to any new Smashing Pumpkins since uh, Ex Machina or whatever, which was an album yeah. that came out like in like 2000, 2001, something no, around I, there. I haven't liked the uh, uh, Smashing Pumpkins since that one album. What was it uh, that that double disc? Uh, 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 Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. Yeah, Melancholy and the Infinite. Yeah, see, uh, after that, and it was only like maybe three songs on the album that I liked. Yeah, I mean, for me, a like, double disc album for me, three like, songs. One band that I still like. I don't listen to everything, but like I have such a high regard for them. Corn. It's corn. Yeah. Only because, like, they're the ones who fucking got us in the band when we were younger. Yeah. And so, therefore, like, even, like, the stuff that I don't uh, like, I have, because, like, I think the last real album I listened to before their their latest one was uh, Issues or Unbreakable. Uh, okay. Unfor- uh, Unfor- Unbreakable was good. I liked it. And so, like, but that was really. No, fuck no. The corn the Untitled album. That shit was fucking fire, yo. Oh, the Untitled one is their first one. No, the Untitled. It was called Untitled. It was called Untitled. Remember with the with the like has like a bird beak in the front. It's a white cover, bird beak. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That album was really good with Twisted Transistor. I believe so. That was that was okay. I can't. There I don't was some know good. It, there was some bangers on that. That's not like that was a like, good one. Com- yeah, compared to some of the shit but, they put out, that yeah. shit was a fire, dude. And then after, I I really compared fell to off. Untouchables. I fuck. really fell off with that afterward. It just you know the thing was like. Uh, you know, new metal. It, it just it was like all the hipsters joined. Like they were like, "Oh, corn, cool, let's come out." Limp Biscuit and fucking Godsmack and fucking Disturbed. <laughs> Godsmack was horrible. Disturbed. I like their fuck, second album, not their first album. Fuck no, I don't <laughs> it's like, like fucking three, Disturbed. Four songs. He's a fucking dude. They're fucking poser ass motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, homie, they were on, they were on tour with Corn. <laughs> I know, and I hated every second of their <laughs> performance. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember that fucking concert. They made it rain the fucking silver confetti and uh, oh yeah, yeah. But it, like, disturb came out and I was like, I have to stand through this. I'm gonna go get a beer. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could have drank beer in those days. I was uh, just getting you were, high. You were a child. I was smoking weed. What are you talking about? You were not. You didn't smoke weed until the legal age. That's right. It was always illegal. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what age was that again? <laughs> uh, then fucking a couple firsts that have happened uh, recently. Uh, for the first time ever on Disney Channel, they have their first bisexual lead character. So that's kind of, you know, something different. They're trying to diversify and shit Absolutely like that. Absolutely fucking disgusting is what an idiot would say. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, God, and I, then uh, the Hallmark Channel has done the same. They have a movie that's coming out pretty soon that has a it's a same sex uh, marriage movie. Oh, it's about fucking time. Jesus yeah. Christ, get yeah. on the fucking so ball. Those are just little tidbits at first things that are happening that haven't happened on those type of channels that are huge fucking conglomerates and shit. You know, when my kids ask me, like, you know, what are gay people? I go, well, gay people are people who like the same sex. So, like, you know, if I was a gay man, I would like another man. But yeah. I'm like, but guess what? That's just how they were born. And as long as they're not hurting anybody, they're solid people in our book. And she, yeah, you know, of course. And so, like, my kids have grown up and been like, whatever, like, it's not that big of a deal. Because it isn't. Yeah. I don't know how people still behave like this is such a fucking, like, massive disaster. It's, it's so... Fucking stupid. Yeah, it's just the way people raise their kids, you know. And, well, and, it's just and also some of you, to, and also to, some of the that black and white view that we we talked about before. Yeah. Like it, I think that makes makes a lot of problems. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I, I, I recently uh, had a, a conversation with my boy Fuego. Shout out to my boy Fuego. We had a conversation about some shit that cracked off on one of my birthdays at Dave and Buster, and I explained to him about that whole uh, white and black thing, and that it just doesn't come just from the whites. At times, it can come, you know, from from black people because we're in the middle. We're dealt both the shades, essentially. Sometimes we get treated like as if we're fucking trash in both senses. Yeah. Because I've, I've felt discriminated against yeah, yeah, yeah. by black people to say the fucking... That's super oh, I, weird, I, but I, it's, I, it's, it's a fact. It's happened to me. It happened to me on my fucking birthday. At Dave and Buster's? Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and I felt like that was just... It felt far-fetched to me, you know what I mean? Because I was just like, what the fuck? Like, how? Yeah. How, yo? Yeah, and, and it's it's because like you know people they raise each other to like put that fucking wall up, right? And it's yeah. like you you don't have to, man. Like not everybody's yeah, no. out to hurt you. Yeah, like, exactly. We're not walking fucking stereotypes. I know that, that fucking I know that David Ayer's film, The Tax Collector, makes you think that we're fucking standing on top of Mexican restaurants with machine guns. But guess what? <laughs> yeah. We're we're not. And that we only say ese and homes <laughs> and chales, dog, and call our homies creeper. Yeah, and hey fool, <laughs> hey what's up fool? <laughs> yeah, you know. I do speak like that, so it's uh. I, you know, uh, on the it, podcast, I'm I, a little bit more uh, conscious of my words. Well, I think the thing is, everybody is that at work it, knows how I talk well, like that like, and shit. Well, it's code switch, right? Like, I mean, people talk about like you. Yeah, your social, your social fucking mask. And your shit. social circles and where you're fitting in, where, like how you have to switch that up. Yeah, that's why I don't ever switch up for anybody. I speak the way that I speak, and if they don't like it, tough shit. No, I speak the way I speak, no matter what. I just use those words. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, well, because you're comfortable. Yeah, exactly. It's a comfortable setting. Yeah. Um, and then fucking uh, something else I found out was that Tom Cruise ties off his arm to look buffer in, for close-up shots so that his veins will pop up. Like let's say it's a running scene, he'll tie his off tie off his arms. That's to, yeah. That's, I was like that was I thought that was like what the fuck? I was like a, ah this motherfucker is trying to fucking look buff and he's a fucking well, dude, old I geezer. Mean, do you know what uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and like Carl Weathers used to do? Like all the guys on fucking Predator. What before they would actually shoot. Oh, just start fucking, yeah. Work, like, oh, that's, what did, that's what he did in 300. 300 yeah. fucking also, just constantly working out just to fucking uh, uh, to look continuously leaning. show and, yeah, and, and fucking have those muscles popping out. Yeah, it's a, it's just that part of that movie magic, you know? Like, I, of course I understand Yeah, that. but I just didn't think that. I was like, all right, fucking maybe Tom Cruise is probably that buff, you know? For the money to fucking, and to pay for all that kind of shit. I mean, to do, his own, to do his own stunts, for sure, but obviously yeah, but muscle but then that's definition. why when I fucking, when I heard that he'd tie his shit off, I was like, man, that's such an interesting fucking little fact that nobody knows yeah and then uh something that's kind of unrelated to movies and shit like that i found out that driving with your windows open you get 80 percent more pollution into your lungs so it's always better to cycle the air in your car with the ac on of course and of course you got to change the fucking cabin filter uh, always do that as directed so you can get uh way less pollution into your lungs and it's not just uh not just like diseases, but you know everything in the air. Well, yeah, I mean, one of the things is uh, one of the studies was saying that if you live a thousand feet or 
yeah, a thousand feet away from a highway, uh, the chances of Alzheimer's and other mental issues goes up because of the pollution, the brake, uh, the brake dust, and obviously the fumes that come off of the vehicles. Yeah. So don't worry, we're we're way further than that in between both freeways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll have to say we're dead center pretty much, so we're just gonna die sooner. Uh, you know, we all gotta die someday. Yeah. And then a fucking, did you hear about the LA Kings mascot? Uh, I read he a headline. Some inappropriate sexual comments, and then uh, he put his face in some chick's fucking crotch. What? <laughs> yeah. And oh she God. got, and hold on, hold on. But she got fired, not that cocksucker. She got fired first. She got fired yeah. first for his behavior. Yes. And now, yeah, because she tried to report his bitch ass. And Jeez. she got fired because of, the, and now because of this whole Me Too movement stuff, which is a good fucking thing. She's got her. She got more than her job back. Yeah. But she didn't get her job back. She just, you know, fucking got compensated for all her losses and shit. Right. Exactly. And this cocksucker got fired. But wow. I thought that was fucking insane. I was like, this fucking guy did all of that shit, and she still got fired. It's. I was like, God damn, this my, shit is fucking my jaw drops. Toxic as fuck, yo. It's the same thing. Like uh, the three producers on the Ellen De- DeGeneres show. Yeah, I they, heard about that shit too. They fi- They were fired to, at the time of recording this. Um, I don't know their names. I don't care to know their names. Yeah, and uh, some one fool that didn't say shit and bigged her, bigged her up, he got promoted to executive producer. Yeah, so, you know, well, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, My whole thing is, like, can you fucking just treat each other with a little fucking decent respect? One of these memes that I came across to talk about, like, you know, women are told, like, don't wear short skirts, don't walk alone, don't do all that. And I'm like, why aren't we talking to the men about, like, you know, like, how about you don't tell yeah. men to, to rape women or sexually assault women? I'm just like, the standards that we as men are held to are so fucking low. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Like, how hard is it to tell young men growing up, men in your age group, like, hey, don't holler at a fucking woman on the goddamn street if she's walking. Like, just fucking calm the fuck down, dude. Like, she's not going to be like, ah, bring that cock over here. You know, thanks for calling me a hot piece of ass or whatever the fuck you're gonna do. It's because motherfuckers think that that uh, that shit's they cool. Need, yeah, they need to impress their friends. Yeah. Also on top of that, and it's like, no, dude. I, it's like dudes that fucking like roll up on women. Like, hey, I, I saw you walking. Like, they pull up with their car. Like, hey, you know, maybe I like to take you out sometime. That's fucking rapey as fuck, dude. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, who the fuck thinks? That? Don't do that. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. If a girl says no, cool, man, just let it go. Guess what? There are millions of millions of other women yeah. out there. That you know, just be cool, be yeah. fucking chill. Like I don't fucking understand. You'll find one eventually. If someone says no, that means no. And I will say this: if you're like in the middle of like making out or whatever, and somebody, both male or female, like all of a sudden says, "You know what? I just I don't feel it." Stop. Yeah. They, they don't owe you anything. Don't expect to be like, "No, no, this is happening. We've started it. We got to finish it." No, don't fucking do it. If they just any nonverbal communication or anything like that, you know, unless you hear them exactly say like. I want you to get it inside me right now. Then, all right, cool. Yeah, you got to get written consent pretty much yeah. nowadays, man. Uh, you can't you can't fuck around. There's no more fucking yeah. room for, like, this fucking weird, vague shit. Like, just with some respect, fucking be a goddamn human being. You live on this fucking planet. Don't abuse your fucking your stance right. just because you're a fucking dude and thinks that I got to fuck. You don't got to fuck. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just not how it works. Wank it. Yeah. <laughs> she says, no, fucking go to the bathroom, jack off. And guess what? You got that, uh, you know that. That af- might be better because you know how to do it to yourself. And, after, you know, after you jack yourself brain. off real quick. There it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the last fucking thing to end on the light note. People always remember not to sniff Legos. Don't sniff Legos. Eleven-year-old kid uh, found a Lego arm still in his uh, nostrils or still, you know, deep inside his fucking uh, 
breathing cavity there. I wouldn't know how to fucking uh, scientifically explain that. Where the fucking your fun, nasal name, cavity, yeah, nasal cavity, yeah. or whatever the flying fuck. Uh, they took. I guess parents took him to the fucking uh, doctors. Doctors didn't find it. Uh, two years later, a uh, kid goes to sniff a fucking cake. Uh, has pain in his nose. Thinks that it's uh, it's uh, he got frosting in his nose or some shit. This is the story that I heard. Thought he had frosting in his nose and uh, went to blow his nose and out came a little Lego arm. So, don't sniff Legos. Do you remember shoving a bean up your nose when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Hey, lesson learned. Talk about from experience right here. Exactly. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again. You can find us uh, at the Renderos Bros on Instagram. Uh, and also, you can always email us at renderosbros at gmail.com. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. Hit us up on our fucking IGs. Uh, I am Hollywood Mike double I. I am Render Me Sam. And uh, fucking thanks for listening. Rate us, review us, all that good shit. Uh, that goes a long way for uh, for just, you know, exploiting the podcast. And we just appreciate uh, all the all the people that are giving us the support. I'm giving you permission to exploit us. Yeah, and talk shit too. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, it, it doesn't bother me. Like I know everybody has their criticisms, but honestly, what I appreciate is the time that you take out to listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, fuck so yeah. Uh, again, thank you so very much. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Keep Camera- clean. Wipe that ass. Do all the good shit to make yourself your fucking 100 percent uncontaminated and, or sanitized. And remember, the one most important thing you've learned today is don't smell Legos. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.